We'll kick it off. You're watching the brothers of Legacy. We don't stand out. We stand up. All right. Welcome to Pur- uh, Brothers of Legacy. Why I keep saying Purpose for Forever? I don't even know. Um, brothers of Legacy has got way too much on my mind. <laughs> oh, the very stalker-ish. <laughs> Love you too. <laughs> Okay, right. my bad, my bad. I'm, we, I'm sorry. Back. I'm a distraction this morning. Um, so, um, so, but I know in your situation, Pastor, in your household, I know you talked about the way your mother kind of raised you guys to, um, to be like, like the men, you know, that kind of she wanted to see, or you know, like the her her. I I don't even know. What, I'm, I feel like I'm putting it wrong, but. Like kind of how, you know, how she felt the man should be uh, raised. Hey, Mama Corey, speaking of which, <laughs> speaking of the mama. <laughs> um, but were you hey, like, do you, were you kind of positioned to be husbands, you think, like in hindsight or just more or less just to be men to, <laughs> to, to be able to take care of business kind of thing? I know you kind of led, um, you were kind of like the, the second in command in the household <laughs> in a sense. Oh, but yeah, were you guys raised to be more men or, or to be husbands, you think, or based on, you know, what you grew up in hindsight and all that great stuff? Well, just just to point of clarity, I ended up I wasn't like that term second in command. Right, right. <laughs> I, know, probably wrong. I never had any power. <laughs> it, it's just that somebody had to had to be responsible or accountable when right. she was gone right and so it kind of right. ended up being me just because you know and so gotcha. when i look back on it it was like oh man i was always left in charge you know right um but right. that's because of availability you know okay uh, okay mark was was just always gone he was running running hard um but my mom i think it's more so my mother had a vision or perspective of what she thought real men should look like. Oh, got you. Okay. And so she tried to put a lot of those virtues, those values, those characteristics in us. Yeah. As we were growing up. Gotcha. That's what she was trying to do, not trying to groom us for husbandry or husbandhood, right. whatever that term is, because right, it had right. nothing to do with being a husband. It had everything to do with being a man, a grown man. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. That's, that's, that's interesting. Um, cause I, you know, I, I think about like myself. Yeah. I just, you know, being is it's two boys in our household. I mean, I was kind of like, grew, you know, I've always talked, this, I talked about, you know, my brother's 10 years older. So we kind of like grew up separate in the sense, um, you know, by the time I was a teenager, he was pretty much getting out of the house, going to college and things of that nature. So there, there was, there was the new, I remember like a maybe two year period of, of us bumping heads, you know, like me, like around nine, eight ish, you know, when he's still in the household and stuff like that, but <clears throat> me just picking on him cause he's my big brother and I just want to get on nerves. Cause I ain't got nothing else to do. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but as far as like the training, like for me, was, you know, just watching the responsibility piece, I think was more um, what I got taught, you know, from seeing my dad and things of that nature, watching, you know, their interaction. I mean, it, it, 
yeah, it, it wasn't really preparing me like as far as husbandy kind of more this pay your bills, take care of your house, go to work. <laughs> you know, like like don't if fun, fun. We don't do fun. <laughs> you take care of business, <laughs> you know, and, and you laugh in between kind of thing. But um as far as direct lessons and things of that nature, never really having um how to be a husband, you know if you have like relationship issues or whatever, but it's never like a, it was, it was never like a direct training for me. Um, Cause I think about like my household now, uh, you know, we teach both. I I think, I feel like I'm teaching my son how to be a husband. You know, I don't think we've never had like direct lessons, but I'm like taking care of mom and taking care of your sister, you know, opening the door, you know, like simple things. Um, just to be aware of, you know, like I said, walk the way you walk on the street, um, go go with your sister, <laughs> watch out for her, you know, things of that nature. Be aware of what's happening around. You. And I think he does a pretty decent job. You know, there are the moments like they come in the house. I see him like, where's she at? Oh, she behind. <laughs> like she should be coming in the house first, you know, <laughs> kind of thing. But uh, I think it's it's just being more intentional. Um about it you know because i i i don't know as far as your household um goes i don't think we are biased in that fact i think they get kind of like equal lessons um (laughs) but you know traditionally it seems like you know women are are taught to be the nurturer to have the babies you know um the doll houses and the and the cute stuff you know early on where as far as men we're kind of war and sports <laughs> you know like wrestle you know anything that could attack the other the enemy kind of kind of situations never the like you know the nurture which would, which would be different but you know never like how to be a husband or you know other than the moments where if you have a boy that's around a bunch of girls and i was like playing house or something <laughs> you know like because he's outnumbered he's outvoted it's like i guess i guess this is what we're doing <laughs> you know you know um, but it's, it's, I don't know. Like, how do you, do you feel like, do you feel like there needs to be a leaning towards teaching boys how to be husbands or more or less just teaching boys how to be responsible? Um, and, and cause I've been thinking about this conversation, just, you know, we, we teach the emotional, like how to express yourself, you know? So I guess that helps with the communication of speaking what you're feeling, like, if you can do that, I think that's half the battle in a relationship, <laughs> you know, like you're not holding stuff in. Um, but outside of that, like, do you feel like do we need to do more as far as teaching being a husband as opposed to just being responsible? Personally, I have to go back to the scripture. Okay. And it's first all about being whole. Okay. I want to teach you to be nice. I want to teach you to be right. respectful. I want to teach you, right. you know, to be friendly. I want to teach you all of these virtues in life to be a whole person. Right. And then when you evolve into relationship building, mm-hmm. I want to teach you to understand your role in a relationship. Right. That's that's what it is. I can't I can't look at it as training a a boy to be a husband let alone training a girl to be a wife right i want to teach you to be whole right and and if you're whole you will understand 
the level of importance of criticality and the characteristics of being the person that you need to be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Here's what a husband looks like. Here's what a wife looks like. But first, it's here's what a man looks like. Here's what a woman looks like. Right. And even before that, here's what a, a believer looks like, being a whole right. person. And I think those are the things that we, we get confused with. Because when you when you talk about boys wrestling and girls with dolls, right. that's learned behavior. Mm-hmm. Okay. Girls aren't coming out of the womb looking for Barbie or looking for a cabbage patch. I know I'm going way back. <laughs> Not cabbage patch. You understand? Like that's that's right. learned behavior. For right. for a girl to want to play with dolls, she had to see it. Right. For boys to want to wrestle, he had to see it. Right. So I think we have to be conscious of what seeds we're planting into our children. And not trying to conform them to what we believe, but conform right. them to what is the truth. Okay. And I'm not, and I'm like, I haven't mastered that. I'm saying, but if you're asking the question, right. you know, yeah, what should we be doing? I th- if I, if I had it to, if I had a redo, a do over, right. right. It's going to be more about, and you're look, you're looking blurry for some reason, man. Uh, it's going to be more about wholeness. Okay. Then it is role playing. Right. Right. I'm getting a bad signal. Can you hear me though? I can hear you. Okay. <sighs> this this episode is brought to you by Spectrum. Yep. <laughs> I'm on Spectrum. <laughs> make make your own assessment. Oh. Oh no, I may go back to AT&T. They seem a little better. Gosh. Okay, but anyway, um, you look. I look fine. Appreciate that. Appreciate that, baby. Appreciate that. Thank She's you. not talking about <laughs> graphics. <laughs> Don't nobody care that your husband is cute. <laughs> thank you, baby. Oh, thank you, Mama Corey. Great conversation. Yes, indeed. Um, so the the getting the whole part. So we're we're teaching the whole instead of, you know, you teaching them to stand on their own. Um, to have the responsibility, to have the clarity. I guess the the term of the year is self awareness. <laughs> yes, I am. Um, the self awareness. I can't. The self awareness and and being able, I guess, to deal with self and then get into a relationship and and teach those principles um, when they when they come of age. Um, and I guess right, because happened- think about it, relationship. Like if if I want you to be productive and and valuable in a relationship right i'm going to teach you about covenant right Right. and 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 when you're learning about covenant you're learning about agreement you're learning about the commitment that you're making to the relationship right what is my contribution to the relationship what is my contribution as a person and what is my contribution as a man what is my contribution as a husband? What is my contribution as a boyfriend? What is my contribution as a business partner? It's about the the fundamental definition of agreement, of covenant, right. of coming into agreement with someone, right? That's what it's about. And then all I have to do is understand what my position is in the relationship. Now I can study the role that my position plays. 
in the right. relationship and then I commit to those things. That makes sense. Okay. But I struggle to commit to those things if I come into the relationship broken. Right. Right. That's true. That's true. But how do okay, so in life things happen. Um a lot of our experience um dealing in any level of relationship can be tainted by um a, a an experience. Um and if we are broken when we're young, how do we break out of that? Like as as a parent, um, can you recognize the brokenness in your child in order to for them to deal with it? Because you know, like, you know, you, you sometimes when you're when you're dealing with other people, you one set of then when you're dealing with your child, you may look at it from a different perspective, but how do you have them deal with their brokenness? You know, because if they're coming to you, this is relationship number four. <laughs> and and the conversation is the same. Like, baby, uh, I know you may not want to hear this, but the <laughs> the track record is pointing towards you. <laughs> you know, like it's not working because you have this either view or thing that you want. This That's a high bar that you want these folks to reach. That's not realistic or, you know, based on something that happened. You know, like because you, you're broken, it's like I need them to be this way. You know, um, exposing that, like, and and I don't know, like you have grown daughters. I don't know if you've ever had the opportunity to experience this kind of conversation. Like, you know, this this you have you have this blinded to a situation, or you know, this is stopping you, or this is what's hindering you. Um, and if you've dealt with that, please, I would love you to share that. <laughs> Thinking about it got me. Sh- <laughs> so silly. <laughs> because I do have those conversations, right? I've I've had those conversations where they've worked out amicably, and I've had those conversations where I end up with the four hundred silent years between the old and the new testament. <laughs> <laughs> Not the four hundred. <laughs> That's how quiet it gets, man. <laughs> And and it's it's a direct result of broken people raising broken people, you know. Mm-hmm. And okay. and we talked about it earlier. It's it's that whole pattern of behavior. Children behave based on the surroundings, based on the culture, the environment that they were raised in. You know, where do you think the term "you just like your daddy" come from? Right. Well, you like right. just like your mama. Because you've seen that behavior and then you see it repeated over and over. That's what I think. That's what I think Romans chapter five and six is dealing with, you know, the breaking of the curse, recognizing that we no longer live under a curse, but we live under the repeated iniquity getting passed from generation to generation. It's behavior that gets passed down that we have to break the cycle of. That's what it is. And and so if you're paying more attention, what's amazing is, you know, I have adult children. And I have young adult children. Right. My my young adult children have more insight than my older mm-hmm. adult children because right. I was more mature raising my younger children. Right. Right. I had more insight. Right. I had more experience. I was able to to do more, put more into them. I'm not saying right. that my younger are better than my older. I'm just saying that it was a different experience because I Definitely. was different. 
I had made right. mistakes. I had learned from those mistakes. I had to learn to watch my behavior around my right. younger children. I had to learn because of the experience I had with the older ones. I'm like, ooh, wow. I, now I see this one at 25. Ooh. Right. <laughs> I now, ooh, I see, ooh, now I see what I was doing, where I right. was. And with the younger ones, I'm able to do better. When you know better, you do right. better. You better. And I see right. that coming out of them. But it doesn't wow. mean I don't have crazy conversations because you you can't there's nothing perfect you, right. you life is what it is and every experience is different i yeah i was better but i wasn't best right i may Got have been you. at my best but I, I was far from perfect because i still had broken areas in my life and so right. all i like to do is try to increase the level of mitigation so when i have conversations with my daughters about guys you know it comes from a from a perspective of let me try to help let me i'm going to continue to try to protect you as long as i can right i'm right. going to tell you everything i'm going to give you everything i can give you so that right. you are informed i want you to make an informed decision not right. an ignorant decision right hey good that's morning. that's what it's about yes indeed okay indeed i think that's that's probably the biggest the struggle um just being able to i guess get through and and not getting the silence, but you know, even when you get it, that means they're still listening. <laughs> they, you they heard you. You <laughs> they <hope>. heard you. <laughs> that's the hope. They don't like what you said. Yeah. Hopefully, it's, it's you know you planted a seed that's kind of like sinking slow, but you know it got into the soil. Oh, um, lady yeah, and I, I were just having this conversation last night. Okay. You know, because we've had some dynamics happen with our with our children, with our daughters, and. You know, it has an impact on their lives that, you know, they just lost a really good friend of theirs and they've been going through emotions and stuff. And, you know, losing my son a couple of years ago, you know, losing Brian and then losing someone who was really, really close to them again. Like it's we think it's a long time since we lost Brian, but it's like yesterday, you know, and and so to them, it's back to back. And, And so we were talking last night about the restructure the the rebuilding the the recovery of this emotional hit this impact of loss and and we had to come to the realization that we were really really much older the first time we suffered loss of someone close to us they've experienced it at a very young age right right somebody close right right yeah because i i mean man i was probably 40 before I lost somebody that was close to me that I thought was close to me. I had never experienced right. it as a young child, or at least I, it never impacted me that way. Gotcha. You know? Gotcha. And so to see them go through this says two things. One, they are very in touch with their feelings, which is the environment that they were brought up in knowing how to, right. you know, express yourself and, and feeling whatever it is you're going to feel. And not just holding And so right. we're talking about them coming out of this. And I was like, well, you know, it's not for us to control them coming out it's for us to make a way possible make room for them to work through it right so that they can come out because they have to feel it right does that make sense yeah so we talk to them about what they're feeling in hopes that it will encourage them to feel it but to to process through it right and and i think that's that's the difference in the communication but the point i'm trying to make is we have to have confidence and what we put in them, when you say you hope they're listening, right? Uh, you know, you hope they heard it. And I'm like, that's the hope. That's the prayer. Right. right. 
we talked about having the confidence in that what we put in them will begin to show. Right. That's that's yeah. the that's the hope. That's the confidence that you have to have. And, and you have to leave room to see it happen. You can't wow. control it happening. You got to make get get out of the way and watch it evolve. Watch it come out. Right. Right. I think we too often we try to force the issue. You can get past that. Stop. You can't stay there. You keep telling them not to stay there instead of right. telling them, I understand how you feel. Right. And letting them process. Letting them process it. Yeah. That's good. Um, Sam says, I think most parents tend to try to teach the kid, teach their children the things they wish they knew, even if those things are age or personality appropriate. That they right there. Right. Right. That should um, be copied and pasted. <laughs> and Cheryl said, uh, for some reason, it helped when they have friends that agree with you as the parent. <laughs> That's when they have good friends. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Someone that will yeah. sign on what you're saying. Like, you know, your, your mom is right. <laughs> like, you know, in your ear when you're away from the home, you know, it's always uh, a good reinforcement. You know, yeah, it's always rough when the, when the child is. But see, that speaks is, to village. Yeah, that's true. Making sure that you are surrounding them with people that are on the same path. Right. You know. Right. How do you think I mean, the same way? Yeah. And I guess that's that's the goal, right? Like for your kids to grow up in the same environment that you are raising them in or your children to grow up in the same environment that you're raising them. And what I mean, you know, like like we have Solomon's Temple. Right. And, you know, and if you get old school, like real old school, like the same church is the same school, the same folks went to. So the same teachings and the same thought process is, is dribbling over in the school because it's like, you know, your mama wouldn't like you doing that. <laughs> you know, like, you know, you got, you know, kids in each other. They're like, you know, you know, what we supposed to be doing, you know, kind of like the ones that are like serious. And there's always those that rebel. But it's 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 like you said, part of the same village, you know, whereas now we're kind of so separate. Every every part of our lives is so individualistic. You know, like yeah. we have the church, our school is different, you know, our gatherings are different. Um, let's see, said so those are those are ones that get to come by the exactly. house, right? Exactly, exactly, exactly. Um, and you know, I think we've grown up so much. So now, like now we're so disconnected. I think it's it's harder to pull together, right? Because you got folks that come over the house and their friends, you're looking like, ooh, okay, okay. <laughs> like, you know, their talk, their speech. You know, like, like, oh, that's your friend. Okay. That's your best friend. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, like, like, you don't want to choose nobody. You're just like, oh, you run her all the time. <laughs> like, <laughs> so he said the children know right who the parents would approve of. Right. Right. Yes. Yes. Oh, but that's, that's key. And like you said, controlling, it's like, you want to control who your kids around, you know, you, or your children are around, you want to control you know, their interactions. Um, you want them to grow. You want them to learn. But it's like, we, we all know the power of like influence and, you know, certain exposure to certain things too soon or, you know, and, and you know, things you didn't and I got to, to discuss with them. You know, they get to see the, the good, the good side of something bad. Um, first, I think is, is a big challenge. Um, so, yeah, I think that controlling your village is, is is key to helping raising your children your children healthy. 
um, and getting them into the minds and having the right people around them. I mean, nothing is perfect, you know, even with my friends and family, like growing up in my town and things of that nature, um, everybody, so many different households, you know, being raised differently, like next door, you know, my, my, uh, my friend, he, he went to church, they went in Brooklyn. I don't, <laughs> but, but, you know, it wasn't like a real big church environment like that. Uh, I had one who had no belief, <laughs> like it's really grew up. I think like atheists, they, they did a lot of different stuff. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's always um, a mix of people and, you know, you just want them to be around the right people that encourage them to do the best things. I, I you know, truly believe that. But do you feel like, um, have you had those friends, you know, cause I've not experienced that yet. I mean, they've had a few friends come over, they were cool. But have you had the that came over that you just like that had the question mark that you that you not worried, but was like, mm. <laughs> you know, like how much exposure uh, you know, they're around either the way they dressed or the way they talked, you like, mm, they're interesting. <laughs> you know, that that um, you know, that they paused or gave you concern. I didn't. I have okay. not experience that not not to that extent but i think it goes back to what rollins was alluding to that they know who would be approved right right. coming into the house and that's because of what you have put into your children right the only people that i hate are the the boys who have a crush on my daughters (laughs) right right i've never been i've never had a problem with anybody except the ones who have the nerve, the audacity to have a crush on my child and they come Not to the audacity, the unmitigated goal. <laughs> yeah. Because again, it's because we hope that we put, I'm joking. Well, I'm not joking, but I'm being funny. <laughs> <laughs> we, we hope that we put the right things into our children so that they can make healthy decisions. Right. And we hope that the line of communication is open wide enough to where if we have an issue or if we have some concern about an individual, we can talk to our children about them. Right. It doesn't happen that easily. It's not always accepted. You know, I, this is my friend. You can't tell me who to choose as friends. I'm not. and, And that's the thing. Like, it's not up to us to choose friends for our children. Right. It's not up to us. Right. We can we can mitigate and control who they see, but we right. don't have the power to choose their friends. Not they will choose them anyway and just right. will exclude you from the relationship. Right. Yeah. That's what you do. That's real talk. Right. Yeah, you yeah. know, true. Ask you ask your child why they have a different set of clothes in their book bag. Right. 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 You want to find out. I'm saying that that's just real. Check, check yeah. the phone. Right. For the right. for the for the text messages between the person you've never met. Right. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, this is just real. Yeah. You can't pick their friends. You yeah. can only teach them to make constructive and healthy decisions when right. they're engaged in relationship building. Yeah, that's it. So the best thing you have is the line of communication with your child. Right. You know, what's that old adage? Uh, do you know where your kids are? Remember that? Back <laughs> yep. It's 10 o'clock. Yeah. It's nine o'clock. Do you know where your kids are. Kids are. <laughs> <laughs> let's see um Rollins says it also helps that their friends see that you see you as the parent very supportive of your child i love hearing when kids say your dad is here 
he's the cool dad. <laughs> um, and Rich said, Pastor, have you said he can't marry until they're 31? 61. <laughs> 61. <laughs> when I'm gone, when I'm gone, they could do what they want to do. <laughs> that is funny. Um, so, yeah, I think, um, yeah, that is true, though. You can't choose who your children are around. You just have to. Um, you hope for the best, what you put in them, you know, comes out and is teaching them and they're choosing the right friends to be around. But I think it, what you're, what you're right about, like, if you're so hard, you know, you, you make them hide, you know, certain relationships and that's where, that's where the danger lies because you don't know what's being discussed. You don't know what they're talking about. At least if, if you're open and you see a friend, you get to not act crazy around the friend, you, you have an opportunity that, your your child will come to you about situations or conversations, you know, um, that that they they question <laughs> that they might they already kind of know the answer. <laughs> hey, Dad, what you think of? You already know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. You already know how I feel about you know. Um, but you have, I think that the key is the the open communication. I think my greatest, I won't say fear. My 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 hope is that we the lines of communication stay open whether good, bad, or indifferent. Like, we may not like each other, but they at least continue to talk to me. You know, you continue to have the conversations um, and try not to get crazy, you know, if they make a bad decision, you know. So they, so like you said before, like, so they'll come back to you, you know, with another decision, you know. Yeah. And we work it out. Like, come on, you got to make better decisions you shouldn't have chose and blah, 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 blah. But I love you. Let's move forward. This what we, what we can do to fix it, you know, things of that nature and not shutting down communication. My my goal is not to lose my kids, you know, like lose them. Just it's everything stops and they can stop while they're here. Um, and they just I'm, they're just robots. I'm going to do what you tell me to do, but we're not going to talk you know, like this. <laughs> you know, like just like your job is to feed me. My job is just to do what you ask me to do. My I don't have to talk. <laughs> you know, like I just I got I got my grades. I'm doing my thing, you know. Oh, so yeah, I think uh, just maintaining that the casual conversation as well. Brian, um, Brian Jr. said to me one day, he said, uh, he talking about something. I can't remember what it was. And he said, I heard your voice in my head. I could hear you yes. saying. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, you know, and, and I've heard it from my from my daughters oh my god dad i was uh, and i'm like oh i can hear you now <laughs> right. Yesterday, right. yesterday we were it's it's funny like my my daughters put me in situations and they laugh about it like what would daddy do what would daddy say right. you right. know we were coming out of the the church after service yesterday okay and rachel wants to go to she wants to get some food. Okay. She wants to go to an Italian restaurant and let's, she's like, she's talking to her mother. Hey, let's go get some Italian food to go and take it home and eat. And their mother asked me, I'm like, I don't feel like driving over there to, to Carabas. I'm ready to go home. Right. You know? So I go in the back of the church to grab something. I forgot to turn the lights off or something. And I'm coming out. And and Rachel says, "Hey, Dad, I'm I'm on the phone calling the order in to Carabas. Right. What what do you want?" And I'm like, oh, "Okay." Uh, and then they all start laughing. 
And I and and so the joke was, Dad already said no. He didn't want to go pick right. up any food. Right. But their mother said, I'll bet you if you act like you're on the phone with Carabas, <laughs> your dad's gonna be okay. He's gonna he's gonna go for it. He's gonna do it. So that was the test. The test was let's see if dad caves if right. I act like I'm on the phone. Right, right. So I caved. And and the the crap like I told you he was gonna cave he's gonna do it if right. you just act like you were doing it anyway, wow. and I'm like does that make me weak? <laughs> Question right 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 did they just did they just punk me? Yeah, just like I, that is so funny you you caved yeah. and I'm like that's not funny to me, right. you know. But but the right. thing is, right. they they know they begin to know who you are and yeah. they understand your boundaries. They know your character. Yes. They know. You know, and so they know where to play and where not to mess around. Right. You know? And that's what I right. think. And I'm saying with and I'm saying that works for, for both sons and daughters when you have yeah. relationship, when you have right. communication and you and they're paying attention, you know. Right. Yeah, that's women. Absolutely right. Women. They're gonna do it anyway. We said predictable, so they got you, Pastor. Oh man. They yeah, did. So, um... <laughs> they did. so we funny. ate carabas yesterday. <laughs> Because she wasn't oh. even on the phone with him, seriously. That was a joke. I know, she just, but we still ended up going. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Oh, so yeah, just, and so, like, we start off right, talking about raising our boys to be husbands. I think the bottom line is to to teach them, like I said, the principles to be whole, you know, and and to try to grow up <laughs> as, as stain-free as possible. Um, because a lot of those experiences can can shape or even degrade your perspective, you know, and then recognizing what what those issues may be so you can work through them with your with your children. I, um, I think that's one of the biggest. It seems like the biggest things when it comes to relationships, you know, most of your your damage seems to come when you're younger, you know, like some people can go back. Like, you know, I'm, you know, I'm like, man, you go way back. That damage is like deep. Like, your mama did what? You know, or your daddy said what? You know, because it takes that. Yeah, remember, dad, you said like, I said what? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, and and it can be constant. You know, like I, it's it's just it, and it sits on you. And I and I think just as parents, we have to recognize and be able to apologize if we've gone the wrong way or corrected the wrong way you know like i didn't mean it like that you know i was just trying to encourage you to do such and such i didn't realize in doing so i was damaging another part of your yourself you know yeah um and and being able to have those conversations because you know we we get older and it's crazy how you how things that happened 20 30 years ago still sits on you um and, and it affects it affects your relationships, you know, and you're like, I'm never going to let somebody do <laughs> what my parents did to me, you know, and, and it hurts. You could have this amazing relationship, but you just can't get past that thing that happened to you 30 years ago. And because yeah. they look like they're they are in that space, you know, you can't continue with that relationship. And I think that's one of the biggest things as parents that we can kind of avoid when you have the conversation being able to say, my bad, I apologize, mm-hmm. you know, because that's, that's huge. I, 
that's huge. And I got no folks that are that have been in that space because, you know, I've had those moments and it's it's just, you know, I don't know. And, and as the adult, you know, that may have the parent that you want to do something, you can't control it. But to to all the parents out there, when your adult or pre-adult child comes to you with the pain, don't make an excuse. Have the conversation. Accept your responsibility and what you did, you know, because they just it helps them move forward. You know, just have the conversation like, you know, I didn't realize it affected you that way. I, I apologize for it hurting you, you know, because you as a as a parent, you might have done the same thing. Like if I do it all again, I probably would have made the same decision. But I didn't realize how it affected you. I didn't realize the way I went about it, you know, because sometimes, you know, your children, you want them to 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 lose weight, but you've called them fat all the time. It's <laughs> like that was my goal was to push you, but I guess I kind of dented your self-esteem <laughs> in the process. You know, like you've lost the weight, but now you got this fat complex, you know. So it, it's it's how we go about things and you know how we talk to our children matter. And like I said, you gotta sometimes you gotta man up, woman up, and ask your kids. <laughs> like, my bad. I didn't I didn't realize that how I was going about trying to get you to do something was hurting you, you know? Yeah. All right. So prayerfully, everybody got something out of this today. I know I have. <laughs> it's a rough morning, but we made it. <laughs> um, so listen, I appreciate you guys being here. Look forward to seeing you guys actually tonight at 8 p.m. Purpose for Forever. We'll be on, um, we'll be talking about Loving yourself is not like loving someone else. Or is it? All Say right. it again. <laughs> loving yourself is not like loving. Loving yourself is not like loving someone else. You know, mm-hmm. like you love yourself one way. like, uh, And we'll get in. I'll, I'll talk to you a little bit off, off camera about That's it. Deep. But um, That's deep. Uh, Deborah, appreciate you, Deborah. Listen, I'm going to be in contact with you uh, about the gentleman. I just want to say that on camera for you to hit me. Oh, so I haven't forgotten about you. Um, and we'll chat. All right, let's see. Oh, Rollins says, show them you can be wrong, right? And apologizing to them shows them a lot, a lot. Absolutely. A lot. Absolutely. A lot. Yes, we need to change the, you know, as as African-Americans, we have such a horrid past of just trying to cover stuff up and make excuses and not and not facing things, but we can dig into that conversation later. Oh, um, let's see. Mama yeah, Corey says it's been awesome. Someone was blessed. Awesome. Appreciate that, Mama Corey. All right, guys. So we see you tomorrow, same time, same channel. Always know we love you. God loves you more. Continue to stay safe, do the right thing. Um, and we will see you tonight. If you're not connected, uh, text LW 84576 and you will get that notification. All right. That's all. Be blessed. Keep pushing. Keep growing. And I'll see you in the AM. As always, we love you. Uh, know that God loves you more. Stay safe. Thank you guys. Thank you guys. Sharing is caring. All of my replay peoples that watch in the background that I know see this show, I appreciate you as 